Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frank House, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of their Westage location next Friday, January 20th. Happy Friday the 13th, Mark. Yes. Yay. I, this, it, it, listen, some people superstitious. 13 is actually one of my lucky numbers. I like it. So I'm looking forward to a good day today. I think I might go get one of those Friday the 13th tattoos. The what? The, there's tattoo shops that do like Friday the 13th sales. Oh, really? They oh, do okay. like $13, cent, uh, $13 <laughs> piercings and $31 <laughs> tattoos. 13 cent tattoos. I'm sure those are quality. Yeah. They just <laughs> they just stab you in the arm a bunch of times with a needle. <laughs> there you go. go. Scary. Quality, baby. Yeah, you get those in your Uncle Irv's guitar, uh, garage. Yeah. <laughs> They're scary because you don't know what disease you're going to get from them. Uh, but yeah, today's Friday the 13th. Um, a lot of cool stuff going on around town. You got any big plans this weekend? I'm actually going to the east side because oh, my okay. dad's birthday is tomorrow. Nice. And my nephew Stone's birthday was last Saturday. Oh, so we're Stone. Celebrating. Yeah, we're celebrating both of them Very in cool. one day. So, uh, yeah, but that's pretty much it. Catch up with some friends and, yeah. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be cool. <laughs> So. Pretty chill weekend for both of us, man. Yeah, I'm not really... I know exactly. It's it was a busy week. It yeah, flew it by for me at least because it was just so jam packed. Everything yeah. was just oh my gosh. Um, Kalamazoo beverage uh, craft beverage week starts today. Yeah, actually, yeah, today. It starts today. We got to hit a couple of those places up for sure. Yeah, there's some places that I haven't been. We were talking about this yesterday on the show. There's a couple places around town I haven't been to. I haven't been to either one of the the major distilleries in town. So we right. have to, I've got to go to Green Door. Because uh, they have, what is it? It's called like Amora. I'm almost certain it's called something like Amora. Um, but it's, it's um, they call it like a digestive liqueur. It's it's um, amaretto. I, I think it's an amaretto okay. style of, of liquor or whatever. Um, but I really, really like those styles yeah. of liquor. Um, and then I guess their gin and vodka are just perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for that this weekend. We were talking about just wanting to get into an old fashioned too. Oh that's my god, I, I, yes. that's something I haven't had in forever. That was right. Yeah, that's right. I told you yesterday I was going to go. I'm going to. Um, who is it? Uh, is it Kalamazoo Distillery has a really good uh, bourbon or whiskey? Uh, I guess. And I was going to go get gotcha. that and do go get some like cherries and oranges and stuff and go do an old fashioned at home. But here's the thing: it's like, and I had this this conversation with somebody before. I was like, I really like looking for a good old fashioned around town. It's one of my favorite drinks. Yeah. But they were they were just like, well, you're going to pay premium price for an old fashioned in a place like that. Just make it at home. And I was like, I can't, I can't do that. I'm terrible at making drinks at home. Yeah. Well, and I've seen videos lately of bartenders making these old fashions and uh -huh. they're like dripping like black cherry bitters in there and yeah. then they'll smoke them yes oh my like, god and i was like i can't do that at my house yeah i will pay 15 dollars for that one drink there was uh there was a place where i was at before that ha ha <coughs> excuse me had one of the best old fashions i'd ever have in my life and i never thought i was gonna find a place to top that and then of all places next to the airport there was this speakeasy place that opened you literally had to like walk through a secret door Awesome. That was like, it looked like an old phone booth, basically. Yeah. And you you push a book or you pick up the phone or something like that, and the door opened and you walk in, and it is legit a speakeasy 
with like smoky atmosphere and stuff. And you could buy, there was a cigar bar there and everything like that. Awesome. And I was like, all right, a place like this has to have a good old fashioned. So I order it and the lady behind the counter recognized me and she was like, you want to up this a little bit? And I'm, I mean, I'm in a shady speakeasy next to a airport. So I'm like, well, what, how sketchy are we getting with this here? Yeah. (laughs) What does entail upping a notch for uh, uh, an old fashioned? She goes, no, 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 nothing like that. She went and got one of those glass domes with the the torch and everything yeah. and smoked it with some, I think it was with cherry wood, cherry wood or apple wood. I can't remember gotcha. which one. They smoked it. And basically the way, have you ever, you've had a, a smoked drink before? I have not. What they tell you to do is they'll smoke it. And then when they take the dome off, they cover the top of the glass. So there's room at the top of the glass above the drink. Yeah. They cover it, hand it to you. You take the cover off, you inhale the smoke through your nose. Okay. So you get the aromas of like the apple and the cherry and stuff from the smoke. And then you drink the old fashioned. Oh my God. Like, I don't know if anybody in town does a smoked old fashioned. Yeah. But holy cow, man. And like you said, though, I can't do that at home. Yeah, exactly. I, I have trouble mixing like Coke and rum. <laughs> You know, I'll pour myself a double. It ends up being a triple and I forget the Coke, you know? Yeah. (laughs) That kind of stuff. (laughs) Drinking has gone so advanced. Oh, I know. I know. It used to be like, pour the beer, drink it. Now it's like, smoke this, snort (laughs) that, drink this, boom, it's delicious. I mean, I used to be mixing like random liquors with fruit and fruit punch in a trash can in college. and (laughs) It's like the... <laughs> I've advanced so much. I've become so so bougie in my old age. <laughs> Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of their West Edge location January 20th. All right. So if you uh tried to get out to the uh Battle Creek Central game last night against Lenorks in Kalamazoo, you would have been promptly turned away at the door. <laughs> Announced this week, all basketball games this winter yeah. between Battle Creek Central with Loy Norks and Kalamazoo Central will not be allowed to have fans in the stands. That's for the rest of this year. Why is that exactly? So, so I never got the story on that. There's apparently <laughs> quite the history of fighting oh, geez. and violence. Uh, between the two schools, fan bases and students and even some of the parents and community mm-hmm. members get involved with this. I mean, I, I guess I didn't know there was so much bad blood between the schools. I figured there was a rivalry, you know, because they're so close, like the, the Battle Jacks and, uh, you know, um, the Growlers, Growlers yeah. have their rivalry. But I mean, it's not. It's obviously just a friendly rivalry. This yeah, is, I think this is a blood rivalry that yeah. we're talking about here. Uh, but I guess the fighting has gotten so bad, and the violence got to be so much that they just flat out said, "Nope, we're not dealing with this anymore. Oh, we're done." Man, um, so like permanently, they can't do this. It's at least through the end of this school year, like for basketball games wow. for sure. I don't know about like track meets and stuff when it gets into that time of year. Yeah, but I know for basketball season at least. They're not allowing fans in the stands for any game, either in Battle Creek Central or at Loy Norks and, and Kalamazoo Central when Battle Creek Central's in town. 
Um, this has been going on for a long time, but m- most notably, I guess, the last time Battle Creek Central had a game against either one of the schools, it was a football game against uh, uh, Central, Cal- gotcha. Kalamazoo Central, in Battle Creek. There were gunshots in the parking lot. It's a game, people. Lord. It is a game. And these are kids, most of them under the age of 18. Like that's ridiculous, wow. man. Um so I, I, I was I was trying to dig and find some history between like the two the, the schools. Yeah. You know, and see like where this might have stemmed or like why this is happening. Most of what I found seems to be between the two central schools, Battle Creek Central and Kalamazoo Central. Gotcha. But that's just what I found online because, you know, we actually work with somebody who went to Lloyd Norricks and he was telling us yesterday that like, yeah, it's there's legit hatred there between Battle Creek Central and Lloyd Norricks too. Um, but I found a video on YouTube. You can see this up on the Rocker app from five years ago. It's a basketball game between Kalamazoo Central and Battle Creek Central you know, one of those moments where like a big moment happens and, and the players start jawing a little bit, a little bit of trash talk there. And then they do that thing, you know, where they puff out the chest and they start talking trash. Yeah. Big tough guy. It it escalated far too quickly. Like before I even saw coaches get involved, players were off the bench. Refs were shoving people out of the way, and people were coming out of the stands. Yeah, that's like ridiculous. off the baseline and out of the stands, bef- like before there was even like a chance for coaches and refs to get some order. You know? Yeah, that's nonsense, man. Yeah, the, you, I understand that you may have kids or like kids that you may see as like you know your own in the community. In that in that moment and in that game, but you got to trust the process that the refs and the coaches and the rest of the team is going to do their job and take care of the situation. You don't need to get involved. You can scold your kid afterward. I don't care. Yeah, you know, if you want to talk some trash to the other parents and stuff, do it. But like, no, this is this is too much. So um, they have canceled all freshman and JV games between BC Central and K Central and Lenoriks. Last night's game at Loy Norks with the varsity boys and girls played to no crowd, which I'm sure was really weird for them and everyone yeah. involved. And then all future games this season between those schools going to have empty stands too. So next week, Kalamazoo Central, um, that'll have nothing with Battle Creek Central. And then when the two schools go to Battle Creek Central, those games will be completely empty too. No exceptions. You will not be led into that game. That is Unbelievable. crazy. It's a game. It is. Maybe they're just warming them up for being NFL fans, you know? <laughs> like, come on out for a fight. You're going to need the training if you're going to go to an NFL game. Well, I can tell you right now, those kids are not going to do well in the NBA because none of them flopped. It's time to turn up your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing The Daily Five on The Rocker Morning Show. Testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now... Your hosts for the Daily Five, Meatball and Mark Frank House. It is the Daily Five where Mark and I ask each other questions. The other one answers today. Mark is asking the questions. I'm answering and I got some help on the line. I'm definitely going to need it. I feel some good vibes from this one. Frank, how are you, brother? I'm great this morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, man. Okay, you know the implications here. You got to help Meatball get at least three out of five correct. 
He actually needs four to force the tiebreaker today and five for the clean sweep. So if you guys knock all five out, Meatball wins. If you only get four, it's going to come down to you for the tiebreaker. So this is going to be interesting. So if you guys are ready, I'm ready. Let's Let's go, man. All right. I was reading the Encyclopedia Britannica and everything last night. I'm ready for this. Awesome. Okay, first question is the exact opposite of the Encyclopedia Britannica. Um, It's general knowledge. Okay. What was the original name for Google? Was it QCS, that's Quantum Computer Services, Backrub, or Omega? Backrub is hilarious. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the first one, I think. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like that, the second you said it, like it triggered something in my brain. I was just like, that sounds very familiar. Yeah, very familiar. QCS is that what that was you said? Correct. Yeah. yeah let's go with QCS. Final answer. You're gonna need the tiebreaker today. Oh no! It was back rub. You're kidding. Me. No. <laughs> That's. It's almost as good as Goop Goop. Goop Goop. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Back Rub Goop Goop. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, Back Rub was the original name for Google. That's ridiculous. What a terrible name. I know. Well, <laughs> Meatball, Frank, you guys got to run the table to force the tiebreaker. All right, let's do it. This is in the category of animals. Okay. If you keep a goldfish in a dark room, what will happen to it? Will it, will it go blind? Will it turn translucent or will it turn pale? I don't think it goes blind. Yeah, I don't either. I was thinking it'd go like translucent or pale. Yeah, it definitely changes the color of the fish. Translucent means that you can like see through it. Correct. It becomes like clear skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can see inside of it. And I know there's... Uh, and it's not goldfish, but I know there are some cave-dwelling fish that turn white or translucent because there's no pigment. They don't need pigment or anything in their skin. But because goldfish are not meant for that, I'm going to say they... Would you, what was the other one? They just become... Translucent or they turn pale? Yeah, I think they just turn pale. What do you think, Frank? I think pale. You turn pale just like a person. Yeah, yeah, just like a person. That's <laughs> any kind of gamer that spends their whole time in a cave, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's go with uh, let's go with pale. Final answer. Oh, thank God. They yeah. do turn pale. You are still in it. Bunch of gamer goldfish out there just... I know. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking up Mountain Dew Code Red and eating Doritos. How long have you played, been playing Call of Duty? <laughs> He can't remember. He's a goldfish. They have short memory spans. What? Geography. <laughs> Geography is the third one. Ooh, right. Always a tough one. Right. Roughly, how many islands make up the Philippines? Is it 4,800, 6,500, or 7,100? Oh, my gosh. 48, 65, 71. That's a lot of islands. Yeah. This was, this was something I saw. I almost did this question for you a while back and I don't remember what the answer was. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, I don't think it's over 10,000. I'd have to say 7,100. Yeah. There was a question we had the other day about like somebody that had the most islands and I've completely forgotten what it was because I too have the memory of a goldfish. Um, (laughs) 
So it's 4,800, 6,500, I think Mark is putting us, he's setting us up for the high end. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I When you said 4,500, that rang a bell, but I, oh my gosh, I know it's a lot. Yeah, me, but I'm going to have to go on this. I'm, I'm lost. Yeah, right. Um, let's. I, I'm gonna take a gamble and go on the low end with this one, Frank. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good about the low end. Too. All right, let's go with the low end. Was it 4,500? 4,800. 4,800. Yeah, let's yeah. go with 4,800. The tiebreaker. Oh. Is on. Yeah. Oh man. man. What was it? 7,100. <laughs> on the high end. Seven, Frank, you were right. 7,107 islands. That's just too many. That's, that's too many islands. That's just too many. Well, sadly, not going to get the time for but hey. You I got can still win my it. point today. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you, you are still in it for the point today. So something to keep positive about history. Question number four. Which area has more caves than any other place on Earth in terms of longevity. Is it the Ukraine, Kentucky, or Tulum, Mexico? Uh, So I know the Appalachians, which kind of run through Kentucky there, the Smokies, that's one of the oldest mountain ranges on the planet. Because there are, I I remember this from like a weird TikTok that like there is, yeah, there's stone in the Appalachians that outdate bones. Oh. So they're literally older than any living being. So their slogan is stones stones before bones. Stones before bones, (laughs) yes. Um, I don't know much. What was the location in Mexico? Tellum. Tellum? Tellum. Tellum. Yeah. I don't know anything about that location. Yeah, me either. Um, I'll have caves. They all, yeah, sure. I, I don't need to be chilly or something, but yeah. I'm 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 simply gonna go with Kentucky because I know nothing about either one of the other locations. Like I know there's I know there's mountains with caves in them in Ukraine, but I don't think. There's that many. Right. I'm going to say Kentucky. Frank, what do you think? Yeah, Kentucky final answer. I'm going with you. All right. Go down, go down together. All right. Meatballs All right. Stones point. before bones. Meatballs point for the day is still alive. All right. All right. That's actually the Mammoth Cave. Mammoth Cave. Uh, oh, that's right. It's nearly 400 okay. miles in length. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's just what's been explored. Yep. There's still more out there. So, Meatball with a chance. Question short. I can get the the (laughs) I can get the moral victory. And it's for geography. The highest temperature ever recorded in Antarctica was recorded on January 5th in 1974. What was the temperature? And this is in Fahrenheit. Okay. Was it 59, 62, or 64? I think it was I think it was higher. Yeah. I think it was a 64. I think it was 64 because, I mean, it's not uncommon for temperatures to get into this, the high 50s and 60s now in Antarctica. I'm, yeah, I, I think it's going to be 64. Yep, going high, 64. Yep, final answer. So, Did you get it? 
so this is interesting. Okay. I just did the, because when you said this, uh huh. When you said this, uh -huh. I was like, the answer that this site gave me does not sound right. And so I looked it up. Probably it in was, the 70s now, right? It was right? actually 67.6. Okay, all right. And that was in 1982. So because you did pick the high end, you are getting yeah. the question correct. Fantastic, today. all so right. you got the point for today. Congratulations. But I still lose. <laughs> However, <laughs> the winner, as a result of one question answer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark. Actually, the real winner here yeah, is Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, the real winner here is Frank. Got that $20 gift certificate to Rocket Comics. And we got you a dozen eggs, brother. That's going to be awesome. All right, man. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. You don't, you, don't even, you, don't even have to, you don't even have to put gold flake on those eggs, man. They're already worth a ton. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Go have that gold-crusted omelet for us, man. All right. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Freakhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of their Westridge location next Friday, January 20th. Okay. Mark. Yes. Good news. Okay. City of Michigan has legalized ritual animal sacrifice. How is that ever good news? <laughs> well, if you're in a black metal band, it's awesome. Uh, <clears throat> Except this doesn't really pertain to black metal bands. Um yeah. Hamtramck, Michigan, City Council, I believe this was last week, passed a law that allows for the ritual killing of animals at one's home or at a pre-established location. How is that at all legal? Okay, so in order to do this, you just have to clear through the city and you have to let them know when and where you're doing it. <clears throat> the city has to come and inspect the site for health purposes. Should be all good. Here's the thing. It's not just for like, you know, ah, hail Satan and then do your thing. It has to be for like religious purposes. So here's here's the backstory on kind of why this became a thing. All right. Yeah. Hamtramck uh, is just on the north side of Detroit. It's a very large Muslim population there. And during one of their um, holidays, I believe it's one of their high holidays called uh, Eid al-Adha. It's essentially Feast of the Sacrifice. Okay. Traditionally, you would sacrifice a goat or a lamb or a sheep, and then you would butcher it and then eat it through the customs of the ritual, right? <clears throat> it was never really illegal to do this, but it was never really not legal to do it, if that makes sense. Like, there was just yeah. nothing, right? And you obviously have freedom of religion to practice how you Fit, right, and there's know? there's multiple religions that practice this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not it's not just you know Muslim. Um, there's some uh, some Jewish traditions that still have some sacrifice in there. Those don't predominantly use like goats and sheep and stuff anymore. There's still some. I think um, it goes back to doesn't it go back to Passover. Yes, I believe so. Well, at least in the Bible, some of the older traditions. Yeah, you know, through through Judaism, through Islam, and then there's other ones too. I mean. Uh, there's animal sacrifice and voodoo. Santeria too. If you if you um, I don't practice Santeria. Yeah, I ain't got no crystal ball. Um, but funny thing is, the Santeria now I think is it's actually illegal to do animal sacrifice for Santeria. I don't know why that's different than the rest of these, but whatever. Yeah. But essentially, because there is this holiday 
this this high holiday in the religion for for Islam that some people still practice the tradition of, of slaughtering a goat or a sheep or something like that. They have uh, made it legal for you to do this in your home. But again, you have to contact the city. Yeah. They have to come out and inspect where you're going to be doing it uh, for health purposes, you know, to make sure you're not just like dumping right, animal right, parts exactly. in the ditch or something like that. And the, and there there is a small fee. And then if you get caught doing it without the inspection and stuff, you know, there is a fine with that too. Most people now apparently have an actual butcher do this they don't really do it at their home they do it at the butcher shops but there are still some families that do it at their house they they observe the practice as it is so it basically came down to this in the city council meeting they've been discussing this for six to eight months i think now maybe a little longer you have the right to religious practices yeah and the city didn't want to get sued for people being denied the ability to practice their religion true so it really wasn't a problem like i think people were doing it before mm -hmm. it was not a problem until this came out of one of those like well if this then why not this situations at a city council meeting yeah. they were discussing about like caring for or or feeding stray cats or taking care of stray cats in their community and somebody in the in the community piped off and like, well, if we're gonna do that, then why don't we just legalize animal sacrifice too? <laughs> right. And then everyone was like, Yeah, why why don't we discuss this? Because <laughs> we know it happens. Yeah. <sighs> so from I, I, well, there it turned into this. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely not gonna in the uh in the market of telling anybody what to believe right. or how to believe. And I will say, as somebody who used to work at Red Lobster, <laughs> um the first time I had to Ace and ops, uh, ace oh, a lobster. Yeah, I was. Uh, I almost got sick. Yeah, I I, I couldn't. I mean, it was a lobster. It, for the most part, it's a sea cockroach, you know. <laughs> and I, I felt awful at what I had to do. I'm never eating lobster again. Um, but you get to the point where you. I had to do it so many times. Yeah. It's like yeah, flip it over, blah, rip its guts out, and then throw it in the yeah. steamer. <laughs> it's just sad. It's yeah. sad. Yeah. But you start looking at it as literally like a job. The first time you're kind of, you know, it's it's kind of shocking. After a while, yeah. you're just coming numb to it. That's so. you know, once you once you give people purpose and context to the purpose for why it's happening, you yeah. know, they're, they're, it, it, it can be justified. Because I mean, when you go to Red Lobster or any other, you know, any other seafood place for that matter, and you see the lobster swimming, and they're like, "What are you here for? Uh, I'm here to eat you." Yeah, like they're not whisked away into lobster heaven. <laughs> Just. I hate to be a spoiler if you think <laughs> that we give them a shoulder rub while we throw them into gonna a box be okay, with little buddy. scalding steam. It's going to be okay. No, I the good thing though is like when you're when you're ace and lobsters as you like to say, you know, there's there's not a whole lot of like noise and stuff there. With this though, you're sacrificing goats and if you're just the unfortunate one who gets one of those screaming goats. Oh god. <laughs> You will know things are happening. But like, oh, I wonder uh, I wonder what's going on in Hamtramck. Ah! Oh, it must be the high holiday. More of the Rocker Morning Show is next on The Rocker. 1077 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR. Rocker Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frank, how sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us at the grand opening of their Westinage location next Friday, January 20th. Meatball, uh, mm -hmm. we were talking about going to the Upper Peninsula a lot lately. Yeah. I found a house that's for sale it's uh, $375,000, but I believe they're also renting this as well. Okay. Um, the house is winterized, so you can okay. live in it, but you can live in it like all year long. Okay. 
This thing is blowing up right now. There's over 100 people. Uh, primary, I'm pretty sure from the Upper Peninsula looking at this article right now on the Rocker app. I've got a full gallery of these photos. And I mean, if you plan on hitting up to Quamanum Falls, mm-hmm. man, this would be this would be the spot, man. This cabin is nearly 100 years old, but looks phenomenal. This looks like if you're going to go and get away in the Upper Peninsula mm-hmm. in Michigan... Like, this is the kind of place you would want to stay at. Nice. Oh, I'm looking at it. Oh, this is super cool. God, and I can't I can't even imagine, well, one, the quality of this wood. Nothing about this wood is is false. This, again, by, by that, I mean, it's not like mass manufactured. Because yeah, this is like a legit log cabin. And this place is huge, too. I mean, this place is just, oh, my gosh. There's nothing like staying in a cabin, especially in winter, but just in general when you're yeah. going to the Upper Peninsula. Uh, this place looks phenomenal. And it's right on the shore of Lake Superior. You can literally kayak down the stairs, like right into. You can the kayak lake. down the. St- oh, the outdoor stairs. Oh. Yeah. I was like, if you're kayaking down the stairs in this place, you might have a leak. Ha! You might have a big leak problem. Yeah. No, but this thing is beautiful, man. The, the spread of land is crazy. There's even some aerial shots. Mm-hmm. But, dude, look at the view on this place. Right, let me get you go, to the view you go to the back of the lawn, and there's just a, a wooden posted fence, and then there's a long staircase, which leads right to the beach. Dude. So you live right on the beach, man. This place is so cool. Like, I'm like, more, This, this I'm, is the kind of place I want to stay. That's I'm, why I like the place I stayed this summer. Yeah. Well, it was away in from Iron River. It was away from bears, so that's fine. Yes, exactly. This, I, listen, I would chance my, I would, I would chance an encounter with bears to stay here. This is super cool. I feel more relaxed just looking at this. Right. Now, there's a lot of cool features about this place too. I mean, and, and again, it's it's nearly a hundred years old, so mm-hmm. the house is just total quality. Got and some it's, outbuildings there too. Well, that, oh, that back porch is so cool, man. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying, too. And there's a lot of heart, like, put into this house. Mm-hmm. So, I know, it's got a lot of character to it. And this is, is for nice. sale. It's not like an Airbnb, right? Yeah, as far as I know, they it is currently on the market. But if you get a hold of the owner, they may offer rentals while it's on the market. This would be, if, if it is for sale, like you said, and you buy it, this would be a massive moneymaker for Airbnb. Oh, gosh. Without question, because it's like maybe twenty-five minutes from Tequamanum Falls. Yeah, see, you can uh, you can you can stay here and then go risk your life, you know, fighting through bears to get to the the really difficult place to get to underneath Tequamanum Falls and take those photos that we talked about yesterday. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's super cool, dude. This cabin is really nice, and I I posted it on one of the Upper Peninsula groups, and they're just. They're like actually like people are already like trying to reach out and trying to figure out how to book yeah. this place. I like this is one of those places like I don't have a lot of jokes for this, but if I ended up staying in a place like this, I'd be afraid to touch anything. Like it's so nice, and I'm such a clumsy person. Yeah, like I'd be like, oh no, I wrecked this cabin. A lot of people. I mean, the comment section on this is blowing up right now because this is not going to last long. This no. listing is not going to. No, last. this is. Perfect. I mean, this screams pure Michigan. Like, no joke, man. I would love to stay in this place. The only problem is, is like, with that being in the UP and where it is, like, if you're staying there, yeah. say, like, you were up there during your Yeti hunt. Yes. And it snows 27 feet while you're there. 
I mean, you're you're there. You're not <laughs> you're not going anywhere for a long time, my guy. Yeah. Hopefully, it's got plenty of storage for food and stuff. Does it come with an Xbox? I hope it comes with an Xbox. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7. RKR, Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frakehouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of their West Ridge location next Friday, January 20th. Mark, you're from uh, Rochester Hills, right? Yes, sir. Anything, like, weird happen when you were at school there? Anything weird happen when I was at school? Yeah, like, did, oh you gosh. know, going on field trips and stuff. Did, oh, did God, they, don't like, even get me started. I had the worst luck on field trips. Really? I got lost so many times. I was such a dork. But, I mean, like, you didn't go anywhere super exciting or anything like that? I mean, I places exciting, you know, for school. How exciting? Like, like the zoo? Uh, I saw the Lincoln chair oh, at, the Ford cool. field, at the Ford Theater. That's cool. You ever get taken to a strip club? Oh, yeah. No, never. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah they, they didn't let us sign off for that one. Well, they did recently. Oh, man. Which, which school? Uh, in so, Rochester? Yeah, in Rochester Hills. Oh, my God. This was Hart Middle School <laughs> in Rochester Hills. Oh, my God. I didn't go to Hart, but okay. that's hilarious. <laughs> um, this is up on the Rocker app right now. Apparently... A group of over 100 students were taken to see the Detroit Symphony Orchestra play at like a matinee performance, you know, and these were band and orchestra kids. You know, they took them to go see, you know, what they could become, right? Well, obviously, when you do that, you got to take the kids out to eat lunch. So they took them to Nikki's Pizza in Detroit, which is a great spot. You know, it's really good food. The problem is the dining room is kind of small. Well, Nikki's has an upstairs room that can accommodate enough, you know, room for that many people. Yeah. It was the weekday, so the room was open because on the weekend, that second floor room turns into a night club and lounge. Oh, God. And if you take a look <laughs> at these photos on the Rocker app. Oh, this is great. <laughs> They say those aren't stripper poles, but they sure as hell look like them. I just uh, I just posted this to a Michigan group on Facebook. I said, <laughs> Hart middle, middle School kids are living their best life. Dude, this is the best field trip ever. Like, I'm really jealous of these kids. Um, yeah, they basically got thrown a pizza party in a strip club <laughs> after going to see the orchestra in Detroit. <laughs> Solid follow-up. Oh, my God. And this was in November? This was back in November. And I guess like the photos are just now starting to get out. Because obviously, you know, kids have phones and stuff and they start taking photos. But I mean, you can see in some of the photos that we've got on the article, like there's kids leaning against these little tables, you know, with their pizza and their drinks. And then there's a couple kids and all the faces are blurred out and everything. There's a couple kids on the poles swinging around. Oh, this is great. (laughs) That's fantastic. Now... As a former child myself, I can confirm that if I'm in a room with like a pole going from ceiling to floor, like I'm going to grab it with my hand and spin around on it until I get sick. Like that's it. Kids just do that. You know, right. They now, probably have no idea what this is. Now, heads up, just to be careful, says the school is now threatening legal action against the person who publicized the story. Oh, really? Yeah. I have not seen that part yet. Uh, Maybe I didn't read that far down in my... Uh, But uh, this apparently did not sit well with a lot of parents. Um, They posted some stuff that, you know, was out of context and they didn't know anything about. I mean, the owner of the place said it's not uncommon for large parties to be given the lounge room upstairs. Yeah. You know, for stuff like this. 
but it doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help when you have a member of the school's trustees and one of the parents saying, oh, the students were moved from Nikki's Pizza due to a lack of available spaces to the lounge where they they just tried out some pole dancing. Yeah. <laughs> that is so great. I mean... I see nothing wrong here. Room was empty. It's not like they were, like, you know, popping bottles and, you know, they didn't see anything. There was nothing inappropriate in there. Just poles they were spinning around on while they were eating pizza. The worst thing that was going to happen is they were going to spin too fast and puke up the pizza. You know? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm just reading this. This is just mind-boggling. People are freaking out, though, because it is not a strip club. No! It's a lounge, and the poles are, I guess, decoration. And, like, you can see, like, the position of it. I can definitely tell where these are just poles from the floor to the ceiling with, like, seating around them. It, they, they very... They, now, I got to say, this is very clearly a stripper pole. It's, a, <laughs> it's on a platform. It is clearly for dancers, but that doesn't mean it's a stripper. No, 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 Mark. See, you have to put yourself in the mind of a sixth grader. You have to use your imagination. That's not a stripper pole. Bro, I've had my mind in the sixth grade mindset <laughs> since sixth grade. <laughs> I know how to sixth grade. <laughs> Set the needle and crank the knob. It's Mark Frankhouse, and I've got another crucial addition to your record collection. It's Vinyl and 45 on the rocker. With the sudden passing of Jeff Beck, it's crucial we step back and appreciate his highest charting album of his career, Blow by Blow. Selling over a million copies in the States, sending it into platinum status. The album features great tunes like Freeway Jam, a cover of the Beatles' B-side, She's a Woman, and even features Stevie Wonder on the track, Thelonious. This weekend, let's give this one a well-deserved spin. Rest in peace, Jeff Beck. This has been Vinyl and 45 on 1077 RKR, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us at the grand opening of their Westage location Friday, January 20th. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR, Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect, catch us live at the grand opening of their Westage location January 20th. All right. Mark, it is time. It is definitely time, bro. I want to thank our friends over at Bells for sponsoring the first beer of the weekend. Yes. They're busy gearing up for Craft Beverage Week this week. So, Mark, it's up to you and me to describe what we're drinking today. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm uh, I'm here for it, man. All and right. uh, Bells provided this delicious hazy hearted IPA which I've never had before I've never had it either and normally like uh, hazy IPAs are a little more hoppy yeah so not always my favorite but right. I'm going right. to try for Bill so let's crack these babies open oh yeah love that sound beautiful After, love that smell too it oh plumes. right in your face just oh plumes. my gosh alright cheers Mark cheers, I'm not going to put this over the board they might get mad at me for that mm. Mm. oh yeah Oh, 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 listen, you yep. can you can keep your water beer. Yeah, okay, you can make fun of me for liking IPAs all day. Yeah, I'm wearing flannel. I've got the beard going. <laughs> You're in full hipster mode. I today, am in man. full hipster mode. Oh, I love it. Listen, I don't care. That is delicious. So very happy, but yeah. not like bitter happy. And that's the thing is like this is this is their description of it. Hazies come and hazies go, but none have this much heart. Get it? Part of the Hearted family. Yes. Uh, tropical and fruity aromas, which you and I smelled immediately when we opened that can. Uh, finishes smooth. 
Yeah, this is, like I said, I'm not usually a big fan of, of real hoppy IPAs, but this one is good, man. And it's got a shelf life naturally of six months, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you what, man, these just, so good. That's a good first beer of the weekend, especially for this week. Yeah. Because um, we mentioned Crab Beverage Week. Starting today, actually, across Kalamazoo, um, Bell's heavily involved with that. Um, you can see all their events and specials. We got everything up for Craft Beverage Week up on the Rocker app uh, and at WRKR.com. Uh, but um, so, some things going on over at Bell's. Tomorrow, they're doing the snow jog, which is ironic because the only snow you're going to see around town is piled <laughs> up in corners of parking lots right now. It's called jogging or jogging? Maybe yeah. a soft J? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that you can still sign your team up to run for, for this. Uh, it's on their website. They also ask you to bring non-perishable food items. So, cool. uh, it's going to Calum's Loaves and Fishes, which is awesome. The cool thing is this isn't like a 5k where they have like the race all mapped out. Like yeah. they just give you the locations and they're like, go. Right. And it's just, <laughs> the locations are bars around downtown that serve bells so that's great yeah you don't have to run a whole 5k you just show up at the bar drink a beer and say i was here and then go right just pick your own route right right um but be safe obviously if you're doing that again that's tomorrow pick your own route it's pretty cool sunday they've got their homebrew expo going on too cool and then all throughout next week obviously tons of cool stuff again if you want to see all the events for uh craft beverage week it's up on the rocker app want to thank Bells for the Hazy Hearted IPAs in the studio this morning. Breakfast beer. For first beer of the weekend. And thank them for the $40 gift card that you can win right now. 978-1077. Caller number 7 at 978-1077. We have that gift card for you. $40 good for anything at Bells. Food, drink, merch, whatever you want. It's all up for grabs right now. Caller 7, 978-1077. Getting that Bells gift card. First Dude, beer of the weekend, This baby. is my new favorite thing we do all week. Thank you, Bells. I love it. Thank you so much, Bells, for this first beer of the weekend, Mark. Cheers. Ah.